Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Live with you here on SportsGrid. Kevin Walsh and Donnie Wright. Got us the early line on a Friday morning. A lot for us to get to. Full Major League Baseball card, as always, plus college football Week zero with a pair of top 15 teams in the country in action. Notre Dame against Navy, the reigning Heisman winner. Caleb Williams in action against San Jose State. We'll take a look at some props, some lines, some totals, and expectations for week zero with college football today around the corner as well. 9 a.m. start time right here on the grid. But uh, I got to start this off, DRS, with... Uh, the FIBA World Cup and, and some latest around the basketball world. And this FIBA World Cup at one point was seemingly, uh, I am dark as midnight here, and I just have to address it. It's just <laughs> me off, man. It's oh, man, I wouldn't even have caught off. that unless you said something, by the way. I think I got to throw Do I have to throw it to Donnie in the basketball Oh, segment? look, we're coming I mean, back. Wait, we're coming back. There we go. Oh, he's coming back in a second. But here's what, again, this is what happens here when you talk about the gambling gods. They know the real basketball guy on the network is your boy DRS. So turn the lights down on Kevin. Oh. Turn the lights up on DRS as we start the FIBA World Cup today. But having said that, if you're looking for Team USA, you're not going to actually find Team USA today. Tomorrow morning, 8.40 a.m., a massive favorite as it goes along. Right now, just getting underway, Dominican Republic and the Philippines, 2-2 two to two right now, a live total of 169.5. It all depends on what you're looking forward to here in the FIBA. If you're looking at the Team USA perspective here, should they win it? Yeah, they're favored to win this thing here. But this isn't, as we said, the dream team that we've assembled every superstar possible from Team USA to sort of get after this. They are going to have some struggles in this. But they looked fantastic, Kevin, as they were going through those preliminary stages, both playing starters and backups here. There's a lot to like about Team USA in the FIBA World Cup. Yeah, they, they showed everything I think you wanted. They they showed the ability to dominate yep. lesser competition. Uh, they were closed the door on a good Spain side, and they were able to complete a comeback victory against Germany and show uh, that they were battle-tested. Again, laying 35-and-a-half is a big, big-time number here uh, in that opening game. But they were covering their bigger numbers, again, throughout the buildup mm-hmm. here, so I think it could be more the same. For that group, the big game today is going to be France-Canada. If you look at the outright boards for the FIBA World Cup, uh, two and three are France and Canada. And it's one of those spots for me. I've often thought that people were looking past the French side uh, when the uh, the Canadian roster came out. A lot of excitement, SGA, Dylan Brooks, Jamal Murray, and then Jamal Murray left. And France is a minus 112 favorite. They also have player props up for these games here. Take a look at that Rudy Gobert 12.5 points prop. I don't think you've got anything... Uh, for Team Canada that's going to be able to deal with Rudy Gobert 
on the inside. Just missed this in his last game out for France with 12 points. You also expect the minutes come up now that you're outside of the friendlies which i think should help get some of these numbers over uh you've got an sga points prop tonight of 24 and a half now to bring this all in in the basketball world the FIBA world cup was supposed to feature Giannis antetokounmpo with team greece but he wanted to make sure that he was fully healthy for next season because the goal was championship and this ultimately wasn't going to be best for him and the goal being championship for Giannis is now something he has made incredibly, incredibly clear to everybody publicly in saying that he's not going to be signing an extension with the Milwaukee Bucks when he is eligible one for next month. But instead, he's going to hope that he can take that, uh, Donnie, that conversation into next year as we bring our radio audience into the fold. I know you're getting a kick out of it. Sirius XM Channel 159 Sports Grid Radio, the early line with you right here on a Friday. What stands out the most to me is Giannis said, look, he wants to be a part of Milwaukee, and as long as everybody's on the same page, that the goal is to win championships, he has no desire to leave. But he said the second he gets a sense of, oh, we're trying to rebuild, then it's peace out. Middleton drew holiday, getting older. The Bucks did what they could to keep the core around him this season, and they're going to go forward with that core. But the world where the Milwaukee Bucks' core is not good enough is not out of the realm of possibility. And that, of course, would be detrimental to their chances of keeping Giannis. I just can't look past, though, the fact that this article came out. New York Times. Listen, I know I'm sure. Oh, you can tell me it's a coincidence all you want, but we know the team that has been fawning over the potential of bringing in Giannis Antetokounmpo is the New York Knicks. And it's now, because people don't like when the media always try and trade every player not our fault Giannis just made it clear as day I'm leaving if they're not in a position to win a title next year I'm leaving so now we know that the Milwaukee Bucks are not only trying to capitalize on having the best player in the league which I still believe Giannis is over Nikola Jokic but if they don't win a title this year or compete at a high level for a title Donnie and then show they want to do that the following season Giannis trade watch is as real as can be LeBron James, Dan Gilbert. I'm not coming back to your franchise unless I get commitments here. That's fine, LeBron. We'll promise you the world sign a five-year max contract. Nope. We're going to go year to year here. I'm going to hold your feet to the fire. Every time I want a player, you don't get me, I'm going to leave the following season. Smart for Giannis to do this. But really, let's get down to the nitty-gritty here, Kevin. Is this really about Thanasis' extension here with the Milwaukee Bucks where they're saying, like, hey, look, we can free up some spots here and add an actual player that might be able to help us? And he's going, I won't even sign back here unless Thanasis is going to be on this team. Let's get to the real issues here with the Bucks. What happens if, if Giannis actually says, I can tell you're not serious. You keep putting Thanasis on this roster. You and I both know that <laughs> yes, he doesn't have yeah. the goods, and I was testing you on that. He'll turn. I, can't can't rule it out college football week zero notre dame navy usc san jose state caleb williams sam hartman we break those numbers down for you next right here on the early line sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com 
Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. College football is back. Zero begins tomorrow, as does college football. Today, make sure you're live with us. Myself, Ben Stevens, and Joe at 9 a.m. Eastern Time right here on the Sports Grid Network as we will not only preview tomorrow's seven-game slate, but take you through everything you need to know about the futures market, the national championship odds, conference outrights, as well as the Heisman Trophy market. And I think that's the appropriate starting point. Because there's a lot of fun action tomorrow, but there's nothing more noteworthy than the Heisman Trophy winner from last season playing a week zero game and the expectations for Caleb Williams and USC are lofty as they are throughout this season. The Trojans are a 30 and a half point favorite. The total for this game is 66 and a half. Caleb Williams passing yards prop is 311 and a half and his passing touchdown prop is three and a half with plus money towards the over I want to zone in on Caleb Williams DRS because I know this game has actually caught your attention the other side here but from the Heisman outlook for Caleb Williams how important is it for him to get off on the right foot here and make a statement with his attempt to defend and go back to back with that Heisman trophy What do we always talk about, Kevin? And let's just say in football, in life in general, you're going for a job, first impression, as we like to say, Kevin. If you have 50 guys that are vying for the Heisman Trophy and they're all going on interviews, who is going to stand out? The players that make the best first impression. Now, granted, if Caleb Williams goes in this game and he hands off uh, 32 times and they roll USC, will he never recover and be a Heisman Trophy candidate? No, that's not the case here. But you know what Lincoln Riley does know? how they put a Heisman Trophy performance in his quarterback's hands and say, here's the ticket, man. You just got to execute this. So I'm expecting fireworks out of Caleb Williams on Saturday to say, you know what? I'm here. I'm supposed to be the Heisman candidate. I'm supposed to be the number one overall draft pick. Watch me shine on opening day. That's what I'm looking forward to here. And if there's ever a chance, if this game is getting out of whack and twenty, you know, 28 points, 35 points, 42-point lead, best be sure they're still running play-action passes to get Caleb Williams his on opening day, Kevin. Look, Caleb Williams played deep into the last season opener that we saw against Rice for this football team. One of the reasons, though, that Caleb Williams, the final statistics maybe weren't as gaudy as you would have expected, 19 for 22, 249 yards, two touchdowns, had 68 rushing yards on the ground, is USC kept 
securing pick sixes against Rice. Just they didn't allow Caleb to basically be on the field. They just kept turning over the Owls. And for USC last year, turnovers were the name of the game because everything outside of their ability to force their opponent to cough it up was abysmal. And that's the big thing for USC. And it's a big thing for Caleb Williams, who's a five to one favorite to repeat as the Heisman Trophy winner. Caleb last year, he's able to win that award without going to the college football playoff. I highly, highly doubt he will be able to do that again. Winning it without getting into the college football playoff is a rarity. It was a benefit to him that those that did make the college football playoff were Stetson Bennett and J.J. McCarthy and Max Duggan. And people were disappointed by the season of C.J. Stroud and Ohio State, who basically who did not even play in their conference championship game, but were still able to get in. What I will say is if you are a believer that Caleb can repeat, I'm not, I'm not betting him. But if you are, don't think to yourself, you know what? Ah, why do I need to bet him week zero? Oh, you need to bet him week zero. Because if this game gets out of hand and it's five touchdown passes for Caleb Williams, which it easily could be, the number drops. He's the only one in action other than Sam Hartman that is even near the front of that Heisman race. So a big week for him, this number could be plus 350 before anybody else has taken the field. But tell people, Donnie, what you like in this game that doesn't have anything to do with Caleb Williams and this Lincoln-Riley offense. Yeah, try to be contrarian here sometimes on opening day because what's most people going to look at, Kevin? And I can't say there's a tax on any performance, but if you're looking at these games on Saturday, right, you're saying, okay, how do I get involved with Sam Hartman? Are we really looking to take the under on Sam Hartman in that game? And how about Caleb Williams? Is anybody like, you know what? Ah, he's not going to have a great game. Let me just take unders here. No, there's probably going to be a slight tax to the over because that's the way people want to bet that. But if we're just trying to get out of that realm and say, okay, I'm limited to just those two quarterbacks or thus just those two football teams, take a look at the opposite side here. San Jose State as they get rounding. Look at the total in this game. We are expecting monster points close to 70, which means – Look, Caleb's not estimated to score 69 points for his team. There is going to be some points coming from San Jose State. The reason I bring this up is, Kevin, if you're looking at USC, what do we always think about USC? Look at the offense, Lincoln Riley. They're going to get it moving, which means they're probably going to score early, often, and fast, which means San Jose State's going to be out there for quite some time. If you take a look at their situation on offense, do they line up like USC? No, they actually don't. But if we're looking just in Mountain West terms here, they have the number one quarterback, Kevin. We don't know how the season's going to turn out, but he's been voted first team all-conference preseason a wide receiver first team all-conference preseason and how about the tailback Kevin second team all-conference preseason so you have some legitimate weapons here that you can lean on also the quarterback Cordero is a senior the wide receiver Lockhart is a junior and then you have Robinson in the backfield I'm not saying they're going to be competitive in this game and cover the 30 and a half points but why can't we at least get some around 20 points here in a blowout where you have seasoned players at skilled positions that should be able to get some opportunities here Look, I, I think that if this team is going to be competitive, Donnie, it's going to come from the offensive side of the ball. A lot of defensive <laughs> departures for the Spartans there, but there are some numbers on San Jose State that are intriguing, especially that anytime touchdown score market. We'll get into that more tomorrow. I got to get people to tune in to college football today, DRS. You can't blame me. Plus, you gave them a great breakdown. Let's get to Notre Dame Navy because this is the first game. We're overseas. We're playing in Ireland and... This is the kickoff to it all. And the expectations for the Fighting Irish who start this season 13th in the AP poll is they're kind of measured because the schedule is difficult. They play three big boys, Ohio State, 
Clemson and the aforementioned USC. Two of them are at home, though. For Notre Dame, if they're going to want to have any chance of getting to the college football playoff, they must avoid trip-ups. But there is some belief in South Bend that it is possible because they have the best quarterback in that building since Brady Quinn was playing for Notre Dame. Sam Hartman starts this off with a passing yardage prop of 232 and a half and a passing touchdown prop of two and a half with plus 162 juice to the over. There is some rain expected in the forecast and Navy is certainly one of those teams that is expected to bleed the clock. Uh, as this is a big spread, checking in for 20 and a half on the FanDuel Sportsbook at a total at 48 and a hook. By the way, looking at this game, too, you would think Notre Dame is going to out-athlete Navy, and you would be correct. Now, granted, most people don't know the secondary of Navy and how they're going to combat going up against the wide receivers here and certainly Sam Hartman. But I can tell you one thing. Some publications out here, Kevin. You want to have some fun with this on why I think we're going to get over 34.5 points here for the Notre Dame Fighting Irish? Number one, one of the quarterbacks that's listed as a starter, last name is Larry. They could have made that name up. I don't know. But out of 900 and 17 cornerbacks in the country rated, I don't even know how you go that deep. He's 864. Secondary here, talking about the safeties, Kevin. There's a guy named Lane the Third that's going to be a starter in the secondary. 708. Here's, you'll love this, Kevin. 785 safeties that are ranked. He's 777th here. Okay, let's move to the other safety. Williams Jr., 917 cornerbacks, which he shifted back there. There was that nickel formation. He's 839, Kevin. So if we're talking about cornerbacks that are some of the worst in the country, Sam Hart, I mean, Hartman should go out there. And by the way, if you want to talk about correlation, he goes out there and throws five touchdown passes early. Watch out for a seven spot from Caleb later. You might want to watch this game before you even bet Caleb Williams, Kevin. Get excited, man. Week zero is already here. All about Sam Hartman. Look, I think mm -hmm. that Navy trickery is afoot. With Navy heading into this game, Why are we I in think Ireland? maybe the other What's the deal here because it's cool. They did it last year as well. There's no correlation. Nebraska, Notre Dame and Ireland. There's no correlation whatsoever. Yeah, so the fighting Irish, man. All right, we'll see if Donnie can be a little bit better in the baseball preview. We'll help him out. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life. Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. 
Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back, Dan. It's time for us to preview today's Major League Baseball board. It is a packed slate with a bunch of games beginning at 640 as well. One of those things that's started recently I quite enjoy, getting the action going a little bit earlier in the game. And one of those 640 games is set to feature in the same game parlay. Mr. 2-0, all in one yeah. day? Keep going. Yeah. I, I, I feel like this is for the people here. And we're always truthful, Kevin, right? I told, I was stumbling around here, man. Past four to five days, man, winning two legs, losing one, splitting here, not getting it done for the people. And it looked like we were going to have one of those days again with the Dodgers. Like, you got to be kidding me. They're going to void out this wager when there's a legitimate chance that we can win this bet here. The bet got suspended from the day before on the Dodgers, which was my dodgeball parlay, same game parlay. Flipped over, Freddie Freeman gets an RBI right out of the gate here. The Dodgers win. Oh, yeah, here we go. We're 1-0. And then we were leaving up to the Oakland Athletics with Kevin. I got to tell you, I'm not giving too much life here to the Oakland Athletics, but trusting in the numbers is what we do on the early line. And I did that yesterday. The best friend, same game, parlay, plus 304, that cashed in as well. So today, Friday is payday, and we're going with another three-leg parlay here for my same game parlay. This one called Trophy Fishing. Easy, man. You know what it is. The Miami Marlins. We're catching Marlins today, baby, which includes leg number one, the Marlins to win on the money line. Leg number two, Louis Arise to record a run. Leg number three, Jazz Chisholm to record a hit. And here's the best part about this, Kevin. There was a 25% profit boost that was available on this that I used, and we boosted it up to plus 271 on a Friday. Trophy fishing today, Kevin. Marlins to win, a rise to score a run, Jazz Chisholm a base hit. Let's make it three in a row. It's happening. It's happening today. I know it. Vibes are good. Vibes are high. It is. what we like to see. Now, this game today, I want to lock in on it, DRS, because I am not used to seeing this type of number on the Miami Mm -hmm. Marlins. Minus 220 is their money line today against the Nationals, and the game total is an eight. How do we get such a big number for the fish? Bad pitcher on a bad team. That's basically it there. We are numbered up here, which is why, again, I sometimes, Kevin, it's just like, oh, let's go with RBI props or base hits. No, we're not. We're just going to go with the Marlins as part of that leg because, yes, they're heavily favored and they should be. Yohan Don is going to be on the mound today. Left-handers, that's what he struggles with, Kevin. Limited sample size over the past 30 days, 375 ISO. On the season, 343 ISO to lefties. That's why we're factoring in as we wanted left-handed batters here with a rise in Chisholm. But looking at this lineup here for the Miami Marlins, right in the thick of things in the wild card race, look at these ISO power numbers against right-handed pitching over the past month. 262 for Soler, 239 for Bell, 245 for Chisholm, 277 for Berger, and De La Cruz at 273. The better baseball team is the Miami Marlins. The Miami Marlins have something to play for, which means a wild card spot. The Nationals don't have anything to play for. That's why we're getting the taxes that we always talk about. If this game was played back in April, same circumstances, same pitchers, it's not nearly as high. But now you have the haves and the have-nots in Major League Baseball season, and this is why you're bringing this up. Going, man, look at that line. Yeah, it's taxed because the Marlins actually have something to play for and, Kevin, are the better team. Big, big number on Mm -hmm. 
Miami. Let's keep it moving, though, because what comes next is favorite to win the American League Cy Young in Garrett Cole, a number that is minus 110. It's not job done. It's, it's not over. But Garrett Cole has been the best pitcher in the American League. If he loses out on this, it's likely going to be because they don't want to give it to the New York Yankees and uh, what has been a disastrous season for them. But Cole has earned that award. Yet he is a dog today against Tampa Bay and Eflin. We've talked before on this show, Eflin has been great at home this year. But seeing Garrett Cole at a dog price catches my eye. What do you want to do with this game, Donnie? Yeah, I mean, if we're going to catch a dog price with Garrett Cole, you're absolutely going to do it. One of the fun topics that we have on Tuesdays and Wednesdays when Joe Ranieri is in and Garrett Cole's on the mound, he just goes, when are we ever going to get these prices on Garrett Cole here? And technically, I agree with him. If you have Garrett Cole on the mound at a dog price, the way he's been pitching and probably going to be the Cy Young, why would you just not take that? Great pitching beats great hitting any day of the week. And also, Kevin, we're not in the Bronx. It's like, oh, man, a couple cheap home runs there to the right field seats. The Yankees go down. Like, no. If the Yankees can just scratch a few runs across the board, they're going to be competitive. And that's all sometimes you need with the dog price. Garrett Cole's been phenomenal. I like this Tampa Bay lineup, but I'm going to trust Garrett Cole to win this game by himself. It's just up to the Yankees to scratch out a few runs here. I'll take Garrett Cole in the dog price. But that, look, the, the thing is, it is up to the Yankees. They've lost five of seven Garrett Cole starts since the All-Star break. Yep. This True. team is bad. And, and here's the thing. Again, they, they proved that yesterday. Right. Sometimes when you're on a losing streak, it compounds. It's you know, and it, it just starts to feel like you can never get out of it. But then they beat up on Washington, and they were favored to do so against Patrick Corbin, and they jumped on Corbin, gave it back, and lost that game to the Nationals. They just lost the series to the Nationals in their own building. Don't again, don't anybody try and sell me on the Yankees or ah, oh, those injuries or oh no, this team is bad, bad. But Garrett Cole's on the mound. So it makes it an interesting matchup. Cardinals, Phillies here, St. Louis. Obviously, we know a talented ball club, but a nightmare season for them against a Philadelphia Phillies team that looks like it is really starting to get that separation you need in the NL wildcard race to make them feel comfortable at the top. It's not a world of separation, to be fair, but the Phillies have earned, I think, a lot of trust for people. But a series up against this St. Louis team could certainly be what Philly needs, Donnie, in your own ballpark against what has been a struggling group all year long. Minus 144 right now in the FanDuel Sportsbook as it's Sanchez against Michaelis. This totals a nine and a half. Yeah, I preface this by saying your boy DRS and the crew is going to be in the ballpark tonight. So maybe a slight Whoa, bump here to the Philadelphia Phillies. Big. You want to come say hi? Maybe I can sign some autographs, section 104. Come check me out before the game. Don't don't bother me during the game here. But having said that, let's get to the game itself here. The Phillies, Kevin, this is what they do. They get hot down the stretch. Look at this. Last 30 days in Major League Baseball, let's just take a look at the Phillies lineup against right-handed pitching. Weighted on base percentages. As we know, 320 or higher, that's where you want to be. Schwarber, 436. Turner, 366. Harper, 422. Stop, 358. Bohm, 329. Marsh, 493. Cave, Jake Cave in the nine hole, 422 weighted on base percentage. Michael should be on the mound. He hasn't been terrible. And yes, the Cardinals probably in this to play. Spoiler, but it's 80 degrees at first pitch, wind blowing out to right field. Christopher Sanchez on the mound for the Philadelphia Phillies. You probably would lean towards runs in this game. I can't basically say, you know what? Let's go underdog price here. Let's lean on the St. Louis Cardinals because I don't think their lineup is as good as the Philadelphia Phillies. But the one thing we do know in that ballpark, runs are going to be scored. Why don't just have some fun tonight? And I guess your rule of thumb, Kevin, if you're in attendance, nobody's betting under, are we? It's always over. Certainly not. 
not even a not yeah. e- although to be fair someone did reach out to me this was a couple weeks ago they were at a Mets game they're like hey, I'm in the building mm-hmm. what what move should I make I'm like look if I was betting that game I, I would bet the under they're like oh no but I'm in a, but I'm in attendance what was that metal mat was it metal mat no I don't big big New York Mets guy or you just did you learn a new name here at Sports Grid? I mean, no, the, he sent me a picture that he was he had a Kodai Senga jersey at a at City Field, so I figured maybe he was hitting you up there. I maybe maybe, maybe it was, and I didn't know. It wouldn't be the first time. Rockies Orioles, it's a big time. Uh, of as we continue to move uh, out, this oh, stop it. Uh, but don't even get me started. Uh, mm-hmm. Minus two hundred uh, on the Baltimore Orioles against Freeland and the Rockies. This totals a nine. Uh, cracks me up. If we move this game out of Baltimore and put it in cores. This total would be like a 12, uh, but it said it's only a nine. What do you think? This was my original, Kevin. Same game parlay that I was lined up, but at 5 a.m., there were no numbers that I could bet on, basically with hit props, because here's what I wanted to go up against. Kyle Freeland, left-handed pitcher here. He really struggles with right-handed batters, Kevin. 298 ISO, 467 weighted on base percentage to 89 batters over the past 30 days. I was going to line up Rutschman and Mountcastle here to get to base hit apiece and the Orioles to win. You take a look at Rutschman here. Mm-hmm. Right-handed batter, he's a switch hitter, but he'll be batting righty tonight. 303 ISO, Mountcastle 333. Weighted on base percentages, Kevin, of the first two batters in the lineup against lefties the past 30 days, 499 and 506, which again, Anthony Santander bats in the three-hole here. He's been terrible against lefties. But to hear what I just said, weighted on base percentage, both of those guys, basically 500 in front of him, maybe might get a sneaky Anthony Santander shot, even though he hasn't performed all that well against lefties just by default because we think Rutschman and Mountcastle certainly will be on base. If we're looking for a team that you want to feast on, typically it's going to be the Colorado Rockies, even though we don't have a fantastic pitcher on the mound here for the Orioles. I trust this Orioles lineup and also another tax here. What's Colorado playing for, Kevin? Draft picks at this point. What is the Orioles playing for? Supremacy in the AL. I'll take that team any day. I know you used to do a little more with the series look heads, but I'm just curious mm-hmm. here. Send people into the weekend, right? Freeland, Flexen, and Blatch will have the ball for Colorado. And I know this is a Baltimore team that always kind of jumps off the page here. Do you does this feel like a series people should have? Is it not Blatch? Is that is that what the smile is about? Is it Yeah, that was a good one. I like that. He, he deserves yeah, to get right, disrespected me, though. So if, yeah, he does. That's why I don't even have an the, issue with it. I honestly they should send a guy to the minors then question. But is this a series that people should have yeah. their eye on throughout the weekend, DRS? Yes. And let me tell you something right now. Like I've been wanting to use this for like weeks on a time, like flexing on him. Like Chris Flexen is terrible. You want a same game parlay tomorrow with your boy that's going to be off and not on the okay. air. Just put put out any one of you put any guy in the lineup and call it flexing on him and cash those tickets, people, please. I listen, how about this? If you win today, when you win today. Yeah. You send out the yeah, flexing on them tomorrow. You send out exactly. flexing on them tomorrow. Nine oh five live right here on the net. Nine oh five tomorrow live on the network. Oh, I'll do that for you guys if you want. Okay. I tell you what. I tell you what. You get it to me. I'll sneak it onto my week zero card. <laughs> I'll sneak it. I'll sneak it on for the people. More baseball. Deal. Yeah. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. 
Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Dodgers Red Sox. Next. Hey, what? In the Boston Red Sox, you probably wish you could have stored up some of those runs you put on the Astros yesterday. Carried that on over to today against L.A. Because uh, usually you'll need them. 17-1. to 1, The Astros lost in their own building, dropping two of those final three games, or four games, excuse me, uh, finishing in a split against the Boston Red Sox. Here today at Fenway Park, uh, you've got a tight line, but as expected, the Dodgers are the favorites at minus 116, but look at that total, 10 and a half. 10 and a half, which means that it is going to be warmer weather in Boston. Again, we're not talking about 85, 90 degrees, a little bit cooler than that, but the wind is blowing out over the green monster, and that's usually trouble. Now, here's what you're going to have to take a look at, Kevin. Here's the matchup that's going to be central focus for us. Cutter Crawford on the mound, right-handed pitcher. He really struggles against left-handed batters. If you look at the anticipated lineup today for the Dodgers, Freeman lefty, Muncy, Peralta, Hayward, Outman, and Bush all lefties. Say, man, that's fantastic. Let's go ahead and press it down on the Dodgers. I can't argue with you. But if we're just trying to take a look at the statistics for the Dodgers against right-handed pitching over the past 30 days, you figure it would be awesome. But actually, Kevin, it's not. Mookie Betts is on fire. 53 at-bats he's had against right-handed pitching over the past month, a 514 weighted on base percentage, and an ISO of 312. If we take a look at Max Muncie, 263 as an ISO power number weighted on base percentage, 339. James Altman, 250 ISO power number weighted on base percentage, 391. Donnie, what's the issue there? You just gave us three really good batters. That's the only three really good batters technically over the past month against right-handed pitchers in that Dodgers lineup that we anticipate tonight. Now, granted, Sometimes you just have to throw it out there and say, I'll just let it ride, which, again, I can't argue with you. But if we're just trying to take a step back and say, what makes the most sense? Again, I just told you, Crawford can't get out left-handed batters. RBI chances from Muncie and Outman, that's a realistic solution tonight if you don't want to take the Dodgers on the money line or even a team total or even a total for the game itself. Those two guys should be fine. But having said that, I mean, we're really going to say, you know what, Dodgers cheap price. Don't you just roll with them anyway, Kevin? Yes, that 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 often does work out. I, I do want to just pull this back for a moment here, if I can. You've been loading mm-hmm. up on the Astros. Totally understand why. But they are now the third team in the wild card race. And yeah. there's only three games that separates them from Boston in the lost column and one game that separates them from Toronto. 
it is unbelievable to me that as the Astros have kind of been having their ups and downs, this Rangers team has provided a seven-game losing streak, having made no gap here. But the Astros are currently the third team in their division after that loss yesterday to the Boston Red Sox. It is incredible that there is a world, albeit unlikely, Donnie, that this Astros team, that you fully believe is the best in the American mm-hmm. League, and the sports yeah. books agree with you, don't make the playoffs. And again, this is why the baseball season is so long, because the ebbs and flows, you can't treat it like a football season. Oh, man, two-game losing streak here in the NFL. Lights out here. You can lose seven games in a row, like we're taking a look at the Rangers doing here, and still be fine. It just matters if you right the ship in, in time, which means, two to three weeks left in the season, you have a legitimate chance to win a wild card or be in the wild card position or be in a chance to win your division and you're playing good baseball, that'll ride into the playoffs with good momentum here. You're just hoping, or should I say, I'm hoping here that the Astros get it together, legitimate chance to win that division, and that's a team that I trust once they do get into the playoffs. So there is a little bit of a leap of faith, but I'm not really all that worried about the Astros. I'm not changing my tune just yet. All right, fair enough. Let's keep it moving throughout Mm -hmm. this board here uh, as we have the New York Mets playing host to the Angels. Again, the expectation is Otani is going to still be hitting in this lineup. I, though, am not seeing any prices for this baseball game here. What are you seeing for New York and L.A.? Yeah, it looks like the, the way what we're waiting on is confirmation of pitchers. And it looks like right now on the board, it's listed as Sandoval, the left-handed pitcher for the Angels, and Kodai Senga here for the New York Mets. But again, you're probably looking at one of those price points, Kevin, that's going to be, I don't know, probably Mets' favorite, minus 130, minus 140 in that price range. Because again, we don't really get too much out of the Angels at this point. The only central focus point is, hey, Otani, how much you like New York City? Do you think you can perform here? We would love to stroke a check for $500 million for you next year, almost like giving that little bit of a taste here to the New York market. But if we're taking a look at the Mets, Sanga's been very good. One of those guys that actually has excelled this year for the Mets when so many players on the team have not been doing so. If you look at just the last 30 days with Sanga, he has, let me see here, 128 batters that he's faced, Kevin, an 054 ISO and a weighted on base percentage of 268. If you're looking and saying, hey, you know what? Otani's not going to pitch anymore, but boy, he can still hit. And some of those home run shots that we like to take on him, and maybe not the guy to do it. Even though Seng is a right-handed pitcher, Kevin, 021 ISO and a weighted on base percentage of 252 against left-handed batters, which obviously is what Shohei Otani is. If we're looking at a lineup here and how it matches up for the New York Mets going up against Sandoval, the one thing that they have done over the past month is hit left-handed pitching for quite well for six guys in the lineup. Nimmo, Locastro, Lindor, Alonzo, Alvarez, and McNeil. Everybody's elevated there on weighted on base percentages here. I expect the Mets today. I think they prevail. Why? I think they have the better overall pitcher on the mound. I'll trust Senga here. Yeah, fair enough. Again, the Otani thing fascinates me because wouldn't surprise me if he does get shut down. You know, yesterday, the, the reports around the league, the injury could cost him $100 million. Well, you might say, ah, he'll be fine. He's still going to get $400 million. $100 million is $100 million. Okay? And for Otani, I don't know. If, if you keep playing and, and you keep making it worse – not going to say that all of a sudden people aren't going to be, you know, jumping over one another to, to, to try and bring Shohei Otani into their baseball team. Of course they will, but the price is dropping. I- inarguably, we are currently watching the price drop right now. He doesn't have to prove anything. Otani is not going to get extra money if he goes on a heater for the remainder of this season. If there is a team out there 
who goes, ah, I got to still see it from this guy, then they should fire that Cashman. entire organization. It's yeah. probably it's probably what Brian Cashman <laughs> said. Nah, I don't know. I'd like to see, see, I'd like to see him get to 55 home runs. Quite frankly, I'm not sure I could sign him without it. Okay? And then yeah. they'll just keep raising the benchmark so he doesn't have to bring him in. Uh, but that is what it is. Padres Brewers is where we go next. More of the same from San Diego here. You look at the matchup. They're going to Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. It's a line where they're being respected, but the Brewers at home with Woodruff are still the favorite against you, Darvish. This total here is an eight. Are you going to trust either of these offenses for Brewers Padres? Yeah, here we go with another superstar pitcher on the mound. But real quick here, I mean, we don't expect a ton to end up, you know, in the Bronx because the last thing Cashman's probably on the phone going like, up. Oh, Guy's a lefty at the plate, man. Absolutely not here in Yankee Stadium. But having said that, Padres and the Brewers here as they line up today. I'm actually digging the Padres a little bit. Why? Take a look at the last 30 days in Major League Baseball. The combined between lefty and righty batters ISO power number against Brandon Woodruff, Kevin, is a 300. We need this Padres. I said, I need this Padres lineup to wake up here down the stretch to even give me a thought of actually making it into the playoffs. But if we're looking at right-handed pitching against this Padres lineup over the past 30 days, look at some of these ISO power numbers. Soto, 174. Machado, 192. Cronenworth, 197. Sanchez, 326. Cooper, 192. The bats are there in the lineup today. But you need a good performance out of you, Darvish. Going on the road, they're a dog. They should, you know, be competitive in this game. But who's going to be surprised when Darvish blows up? But again, I want to back the Padres because I do believe they have a slight pitching advantage in this game. And I do like their lineup better than the Brewers. But having said that, isn't that the handicap every day with the Padres? Oh, yeah, they're better. They just don't win. It's it's brutal, man. Plus 62 for this team. In terms of run differential, there are only three teams in the entire National League that are than them. Braves, Dodgers, and Cubs. It's a mm-hmm. now again. It's not. It's tough. It's just tough to see that that San Diego team finish. Now we get to Rangers Twins. People are very excited for this game yep. uh, in the, the back room. DRS is what I've heard. Sonny Gray, Dan Dunning. I mean, is it a matchup for the ages? Minnesota's favored again, which kind of drives home the point. A lot of people think the Twins can be picked on. Yet we just mm-hmm. saw consecutive games. They throw their two best in Pablo Lopez and Sonny Gray. And Minnesota are favored to win that game. Twins might be getting overlooked here in the American League race. This totals an eight and a half. What do you think with the Twins or the Rangers? You're right. Everybody in the back room there excited about this game includes George Kurtz right there putting on a nice smile behind the scenes as he watches us break down this baseball game. Rangers and the Twins. Sonny Gray on the mound. Look, you're looking to break streaks here, Kevin. It feels like every single day you take a look here at the Texas Rangers. They're going up against like the team's ace. Look at Gray. Last 30 days in Major League Baseball, Kevin. A 103 ISO power number. Take a look at the season. The season for Sonny Gray. 595 batters he's faced. If we combine left-handed batters and right-handed batters, an 084 ISO power number. Come on, man. I'm trusting the pitching here. Dunning is an average pitcher. I get it. Sonny Gray is pitching extremely well. That's the way I'm going in this game. Minnesota wins, and what is going on with the Rangers? I just can't. Hold on. I don't want to move past this just yet. I know we have more to get to, but forgive me. Yeah. But Minnesota's 9-1. to one. Worst odds when you look at these teams that are all expected to make it. They'd send Boston 75-1. to one. But yeah. the, we just saw this team bring the Rangers into their building two games in a row and be favored in the games. That means yeah. that the, the Twins have a very good chance, DRS, to be favored in that opening round series. At and home? Also, if they're in the final four, the, exactly, they're in the final four of the American League. 
don't know, nine to one ticket on Minnesota. Am I going to Twins Believer? Odds boost. Even though I literally yesterday. Last an odds boost down on that? Profit boost? Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. We do love a good profit boost. I'm going to look into that a little bit more here. Reds, D-backs. Hunter Green has the ball. Came back for the first time in a long time Mm. in his last outing. And the Toronto Blue Jays gave him a warm welcome. Five home runs in three innings. Hunter Green allowed. Uh, Over the last 30 days, Donnie, does it it count if it's only three innings? And it's just three of the worst innings you can imagine Mm. for Hunter Green? And by the way, you're talking about that. I don't think you you know can really factor that in. But yesterday, you had a game stolen again. I mean, the Diamondbacks just showed up late in the game. I believe it was Corbin Carroll hitting a two-run home run in the eighth inning here. Now, I've, look, I like to make a lot of jokes about the guy that's going to be on the mound today. But you know what I mean? I'm not going to do that today on a Friday. Because why? Brandon Fatt has been really good over the past 30 days, Kevin. Look at his season oh. combined. 252 ISO, 370 weighted on base percentage. Again, it's a family-friendly show, so I can't really just, you know, let loose right now. 119 ISO power number, weighted on base percentage, 282. Over the past 30 days, Brandon Fat turning into a legitimate major league baseball pitcher here. If we flip it over to the other side, are we trusting Hunter Green, who gave up Kevin five home runs in his first game back going up against a lineup that we know can tee off? This has massive playoff implications all the way through. But quite frankly, are we really laying that high of a price on the Arizona Diamondbacks? I can't do that. You're really telling me that 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 B fat isn't a target anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so you're telling. I mean, the guy's legitimate. On, like, you know what I mean? I th- mm-hmm. I think there's, Go ahead. There's, there's so many jokes here. I can't look. Look, because yeah, again, what happens? you know, I don't want right. to get called into HR. I don't want co-hosts getting angry. So we're not doing that here. Right. We, the vibes are good on a Friday here. So, yeah. right. All right. I'm just saying, you got to get them in while you can. Can't. Get them in while you, you can. When, you can't watch. What change, do you mean? Why is something happening? Is it? Damn, Braves Giants is happening, pal. Uh, what are you talking about? Logan Webb's got know. the baseball against Spencer Strider. It's a minus 148 number on the Atlanta Braves. It's totals low, man. It's a seven and a half. What do you like? Massive implications, again, in the playoffs. But once again, we're looking at Mr. K over here. 32% K rate over the past 30 days for Strider. And then if we take a look overall, Kevin, that lineup doesn't match up too well here for the San Francisco Giants. You got to take Atlanta. Who's betting against Atlanta? Not this guy. Uh, Many people have said it was just nice to hear you find about uh, the fat man. We'll be back. Listen up. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Fantastic stuff all morning long so far on the Sports Grid Network. Yeah. What an end to the week here on the early line. A lot of great topics we went over, but also make sure you keep it right here. Ben Stevens in the morning after coming up next. So don't you go anywhere. Series 6 on channel 159. But it is a true football Friday. Week zero in college football is here. Now, is it one of those weeks where we're always going to remember? Probably not. But there are some intriguing factors here in the Heisman race. Sam Hartman here going to tee it up there for the Notre Dame Fighting Irish to start the day off. Then Caleb Williams a little bit later on to see if he can return fire. Maybe we have a clear look at the Heisman finalist even after week zero here. But again, week one starts the fire up. But anyway, NFL action as well. Look, dress rehearsals are here. Week three of the preseason, which is the final week of the preseason. A week and a half later, we're going to have NFL action live, which starts on Thursday Night Football. Can't wait for that overall, but still, some things have to be decided. Like, when are we going to get C.J. Stroud notified that he's the starting quarterback of the Houston Texans? Maybe that comes after their preseason game. And also, a big game at the Meadowlands, the Battle of the Big Apple. The Giants and the Jets, which includes... Aaron Rodgers partaking there. Going to get a look at him in a Jets uniform for the first time in their dress rehearsal. Major League Baseball just covered it. I'm going for three in a row, people, on my same game parlay. But hold on. Let's talk about some news here. Michigan, did you see how tough their schedule is going to be? Stop the madness here. Listen up. Michigan is going to rotate coaches here. So we say, well, why would they be doing that? Well, Jim Harbaugh is suspended, or should I say a self-suspension from Michigan over the first three games, which includes powerhouses, East Carolina, UNLV, and Bowling Green. So Jim Harbaugh is probably saying to himself, my goodness, how could we handle this with me out? My team just might fall apart. He's going to rotate head coaches for those games. Defensive coordinator Jesse Minter is going to serve as the game day coach against East Carolina. Special teams coordinator Jay Harbaugh, yes, that's Jim's son, he's going to take over here in game number two and split duties with Mike Hart. And then we have Sharon Moore that's going to handle the duties against Bowling Green. Hopefully Michigan can make it through. We made it to the show today, but don't go anywhere. The morning after is coming up next with Ben Stevens right here on The Grid. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.